Bonjour, you're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, aka the Canadian Assassin, and I am not alone. She is the championship wrestling from Arizona backstage wrestling correspondent. Please welcome Emily May. Hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good, you know. And we're day. not alone. We have an amazing show. We're going to do rapid hot tags. A uh, couple question discussion stuff, which I'm really excited about, but it's about our guest. She's an impact knockout vegan warrior. Please welcome the <laughs> crown jewel, Kimberly. Hello. I'm excited to be here. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we're excited um, to have you. Yeah, so yeah. let's kind of get into it. Um, this is more personal. Uh, the yeah. Vegan Warrior, like tell, tell me about that journey. Beginning of this year was my uh, third full year as vegan. And, um, you know, it didn't start as an animal rights thing. It started for a health thing. Um, I have Crohn's disease. If you look I've talked about it here and there, but I don't talk about it all the time. And I just kind of wasn't listening to my doctors and eating cheese and dairy and whatever I wanted. And uh, I just got to a point where I was sick of being sick because it really did affect me because I, with the Crohn's disease, was super lactose intolerant. And so I finally was like, look, I'm going to cut out dairy. I'm just going to get rid of it. And then when I was getting ready to do it, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to, I'm going to go big or go home. I already don't eat very much meat. Like what? Dairy is going to be the hard part anyway. Let's just cut it all out. See what happens. So I did. And, uh, I literally went cold Turkey just one day, went to the grocery store and stopped buying it. I didn't phase it out. Um, <laughs> cause I'm insane. But, um, so I did that and then started feeling like the health benefits from it. And oh my gosh, I don't have stomach aches all the time or get stuck in the bathroom for hours. Maybe that was TMI, but, um, and then, uh, then I started to kind of look at like, oh, look at all these environmental benefits that come to eating a vegan lifestyle. And then I started to kind of open the curtain into the animal rights stuff. And it was one of those things like matrix, red pill or blue pill. And once you take the pill, you can never turn it off. Yeah, I, I can't unsee what I've seen. Um, at this point, I've been at slaughterhouses. I've watched the trucks go in. I've been at sanctuaries where you see all the animals and how friendly and awesome their personalities are. And then you hear their stories of where they would have been. And it just becomes something that I'm super passionate about. I'm very forward about it on some of my social media, but it's never meant as an attack. It's mm -hmm. meant to just be like, here's what it is. This is what's happening. People need to know about this. Mm -hmm. And I believe that when you know better, you do better. And that's, um, I don't look down upon anybody who eats meat. I ate meat for the first 27 years of my life. So, you know, it's, it's, everybody comes to terms with it in, in their own time, but how I can help people figure out what they want to do or what's going on so they're informed about what goes on in big animal agriculture is to put it out there on social media so if it's a lot to you i appreciate the ones that just scroll by there's no reason to get make it ugly i'm mm -hmm. all about having intelligent conversation about it and if you're on my pages yes you'll see vegan stuff but i'll never go to your page and post it i'll never come at you with it unless you ask. If you ask, I'll certainly talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was, a, yeah, I was a vegetarian for, for like 10 plus years. So I get mm -hmm. like making that transition is really difficult. Yeah, um, it can yeah. be. But if it was 10 years ago that you were vegan, it's so different now, even yeah, in yeah, 20 totally. years that like, 
I've flipped over to a plant-based lifestyle. Like there's so many options. I had vegan chicken and biscuits with honey the other day and it wasn't actual like, but it was, and it was all hundred percent vegan and like, you could not tell the difference. So like it's a little expensive, but you can get anything if you just look for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely way more, uh, it's, it's a lot better now. My dad's been a vegetarian all my life and he mm-hmm. bought like vegan bacon years ago and that was terrible. Terrible. Now, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, but now there's yeah, like, now, now it's so much better, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's also talk quickly about being a ballerina. It's crazy because I did ballet for 15 years and yes. it's still like, like in, not impactful, but like there's still things that I learned as far as posture and all oh, yeah. kind of like just p- part of me. So how did you, or do you still find like elements from your dancing lifestyle and do you implement it in your wrestling lifestyle? Oh, absolutely. Um, There are so many parallels between dance and wrestling. Um, Choreography, being able to watch movement and pick it up really fast. Mm -hmm. Discipline that comes with being in ballet. Like you better be there on time. Your hair better be up. There better not be wispies and you better be in the right stuff and it better be clean. Like um, (laughs) it's like, it's, it was a lot. And um, I think going from that into wrestling, I was already kind of in a way prepared for some of the challenges. And then it was kind of cool going from being the vast majority into the minority category because there's 7 million ballerinas. And then you find a guy who's doing ballet and they're like the diamond in the rough. It's all in the, um, and it was, it was kind of cool being the only chick. And so I like that too, about first starting wrestling, even with like some of my wrestling style, I use the splits, which comes from my flexibility from dance. Um, I use a lot of kicks because I have extension. I noticed like, even in my entrance, it's all port bra that I've used from ballet over the years. Like it, it's definitely still in there. I think it's imprinted in me for life. Even at work, I find myself standing in like B plus and you know, <laughs> anybody who's been ballet knows what that means. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know you're giving me like flashbacks to my dance yeah. classes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you've talked a lot in, um, Uh, online about your inspiration for starting wrestling and your inspirations like China was a huge influence on you and Mm so how when you first started wrestling and you know to this day how do you continue to take that inspiration either from dance and China and who you you know have people that have inspired you how do you take that and bring it to what you do today I think it's all just part of me and it's become part of what I like um, being such a big advocate for intergender wrestling, for instance, Mm -hmm. that comes from watching China beat up the dudes and being like, I want to do that. Like um, (laughs) screw boys. No, just kidding. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean that boys are cool. I have a husband, but uh, (laughs) like, um, you know, just like the empowerment of being taken, um, just as seriously as a male competitor, because I feel like in wrestling, women have to work harder because we're underestimated and it's already, oh, you just want to get close to the guys with their shirts. No, we don't. Like we want to, we want to be seen as athletes. We want to be seen as true competitors just as much as them. And I think that all comes from China and then just kind of the elegance of some of the moves that's there. I think comes from my dance and it's all just kind of become a part of who I am. And I, can't not put it out there I guess because I feel like anybody who wrestles it's a way for us to put aspects of ourselves out there for the world to see in 
an art, I think of wrestling more as an art form. So it's in an art form in our medium that works for us to be able to express ourselves and we can't do it any other way. And I feel like that's how I kind of keep those inspirations in there because it's all a part of my art. I, we're stunt athletes, we're stunt artists. That's <laughs> kind of how I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to so think about it. The, you've been in the game for like 10 years now. Um, wrestling oh. has changed a lot. How has wrestling changed and what do you miss about, I guess, the old days and what do you think can, you know, improve more? Oh my God. First of all, I've been in long enough that I have old days. <laughs> um, uh, no, it's, um, you know, I love, um, even in the 12 years that I've been wrestling, see it going from everybody saying, well, you better not get any tattoos. Cause I clearly didn't listen there. I had none when I started uh, one, I had one when I started and well, don't get any more tattoos and you should probably, you know, think about getting a boob job. It might help you. Like it's gone from getting told things like that, that are all focused on your appearance to, Hey, look at this woman. She's really talented and doesn't fit this cookie cutter mold that we've all been shoved into our whole lives. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. Not saying that there isn't still work to be done. There's tons of work still to be done, but, um, Seeing just how much that has changed in 12 years has been awesome. Um, there's certain things I've done that make me feel like I've been a part of that change. Um, winning the grand championship for Chikara. I feel like that was a step because right after that happened, I remember seeing this woman wins a male title and this woman wins a male title. And, and that was awesome. And then um, having little girls come up to me and say, I want to be a wrestler now someday because I see you can do anything. And boys made fun of me at school. And now it doesn't bother me anymore because I've watched you stand up to them. And, you know, things like that really have just been awesome to see over the last 12 years. That's, it's really incredible. Like how you are an inspiration to young girls watching you're a trailblazer trailblazer. And so, you know, I've seen a lot online. There's been a lot of like online bullying and a lot of discussion about body image and how are you fighting that and inspiring other girls and boys to yeah. break apart from all that negativity. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I still get it. I get it on a daily basis almost that somebody comes in and says, Oh, you're fat. <sighs> you look like that every day, every day I have to deal with that. And it's, it's awful. It's been getting under my skin a little bit more than normal lately because we're starting to close in on the day where we lost Hannah last year. Um, I'm choking up because she was awesome. And, um, it just sucks. It sucks. It sucks to hear, but, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. No, I'm happy that you asked this question because it's important, but, um, it, uh, it's just something where everybody overall needs to think more about what they say and how it affects people because everybody's beautiful, no matter how they look, we're all different shapes, sizes, colors, creeds, and that's what makes everything so awesome. If it was all one cookie cutter, that's boring. Who wants that? And um, knowing that people can be healthy and they don't have to be a twig. I went through a lot of that through ballet. I'm not a naturally twiggy person. When I hit puberty, I got curves. And I remember struggling with that a lot through ballet and having to kind of come to terms with that. I'm not going to be that cookie cutter. And I 
get it. That's what ballet is. But I also like seeing like in wrestling, how that's kind of, it's, it's broken away a lot and there's a lot more acceptance with everybody's shape. And I even posted a picture the other day that made me uncomfortable because I'm not as skinny as I have been. I'm a different size, but I'm also a different age. And I, we went through a pandemic and I had to figure that out. And like, I posted that picture to be like, don't be afraid to be proud of the different phases of your body. At some point, because I want kids someday, my body's going to grow a human in it. And that's awesome. And it's going to be a different shape and have different marks after that too. And that's beautiful just as much as the fitness model is beautiful, just as much as the plus size model is beautiful. Whatever you are, it's beautiful. And we all need to work on accepting that and like, if you don't like it, keep it to yourself because people are literally killing themselves over it and it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Whew. Well, I'm sorry. It's an important topic. It is. Yeah, it is. It everyone struggle struggles with it. Mm-hmm. Everyone struggles with it. Yeah. And then like speaking of like somebody who, who, you know, just kind of lived her life out loud jazz. So she had, you know, her mm-hmm. retirement announcement yesterday, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, she's been with the company for a while. Like what, has there been any advice or anything that you've learned from her? Just like watching her. Cause she's absolutely incredible. Yeah. She's, she's an amazing woman, amazing human being. Um, I couldn't, thank impact enough for giving me the opportunity to be one of the people in the front storyline with her to get mm-hmm. opportunities with her. Even before that, she was one of my first matches I ever had. Actually, I wrestled jazz years ago. And I've just, I feel like I've learned from her from back then all the way to today. And it's hard to see her go and retire. And, but we, our bodies can only do this for so long. And I don't think it means she's going to disappear from wrestling period. She's just going to be in a different role. And now she gets to be the one who gives the advice and helps out the next generation and oh my gosh the girls that are going to get to learn from her are so lucky like she's taught me so much just about being you and not given an f about being you so (laughs) so I would love to know like your kind of uh, impact is kind of building up for this big pay-per-view rebellion and you've kind of kind of teamed up this alliance with Deanna Perrazzo. You, you kind of have this powerful, powerful alliance. And so how has that experience been for you? You know, you've had some incredible, uh, incredible moments so far this year. It's been awesome. You know, it was one of those things that never in my head did I imagine it was, it was going to happen. But then when it did it, you know, Deanna and I just clicked immediately and had this, um, connection that you just some people have and some people don't and we had it impact also really just gave us kind of the ball and let us run with it the writers come up with these amazing ideas but they also listen to like well what if we did it like this and they're like oh yeah that's good and then we can and like it's just turned into this whole thing that I don't know if either one of us thought it was going to go there and I'm really excited to see what happens at rebellion injury pending I will see but (laughs) I I want to be there to support her big time so 12 years in, who would be in your Mount Rushmore of female wrestlers? Oh, goodness. Uh, Miko Satamora, 
that when I was first starting, Drew Gulak, my trainer, had me watch like her evolution video and like study it. So she's always been somebody that I'm whoa. And like um, probably her, probably China, just for being the first, not the first intergender to ever happen, certainly, but like I feel like she was the first one that was super mainstreamed. Um, just because I was somebody who wasn't allowed to watch wrestling as a kid and I knew who China was. Like that's that speaks volumes for how much she did um, to push through barriers. And um, I'd probably put Beth Phoenix in there. Oh God, there's so many. Medusa. Um, she was absolutely a trailblazer. Yeah, we'll go there. I'll stop because I could just start <laughs> rattling off names. <laughs> We're going to need a big mountain to put everyone on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Last question before we get out of here. As far as the intergender matches, you've said that you absolutely love them. If you can barring storyline, barring, you know, promotions, who would you have uh, intergender, uh, a intergender match with? I've been thinking about this one a lot lately. And I, hmm, it, it's just, cause like barring anything, like the possibilities are endless. I'm like, oh, like what if I could have wrestled Eddie Guerrero or like, yeah. oh, cause like, oh, what if I could wrestle Jericho? Like there's, you know, like, so living, I would say Jericho, um, no longer with us, probably Eddie Guerrero. Those would be really great matches. It'd be insane. It'd be be insane. (laughs) Those are people like watching when I finally was able to watch wrestling in my life, um, gave me so much inspiration. And like, at one point, like absolutely not never in a million years would a woman ever have gotten an opportunity to wrestle them. But now it's more like, eh, it could happen, <laughs> you know, like I could wrestle Jericho, maybe, maybe we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, you yeah. never know. Possibilities yeah. are endless. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so we're going to get into rapid hot tags now. So rapid hot tags oh. is when I ask you a question you say the first thing that comes to your mind it's okay. brought to you by going nutrition the world's first apple cider vinegar gummy use the code tk trinidad5 to get your discount today oh, so i just got question- those actually <laughs> <laughs> well you can use the code next time <laughs> yes <laughs> so the first question is do you prefer working out at home or at the gym uh at the gym i can't get anything done at home i have a zoo in my house <laughs> Uh, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? So what superpower would you want? Flying. We'll go with that. That's the first one I heard. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> that I heard. That popped into my head. <laughs> if you're stuck on an island and you can only bring one album, what would you bring? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, uh, Garden, Bad Motorfinger. <laughs> If you were able to live to the age of 90 and either retain the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the next 60 60 years of your life, which one would you choose? Mind. All right. There you go, Emily. Yeah, you're on my team. (laughs) And last one, if you could meet any celebrity dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, God. China. (laughs) Go there. That would be awesome. I I would actually add that to my list, too. I don't want to chat with her um but thank you so much um we're definitely looking forward to the pay-per-view coming up for people who are not following you tell them where they can find you i am on twitter and instagram same handle it is at kimber underscore lee nine zero i've got a blue check mark it's not hard to find me (laughs) (laughs) there it is we look forward to so much uh, amazing 
things. Um, also, actually, we didn't get to chat too. Well, we actually didn't chat about it. Your vet tech. How's that going? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going awesome. I'm doing like 55 hours this week. But um, oh no, we're just, <laughs> no, it's it's exhausting, but rewarding. Um, I'm coming up on just like my first full year working in veterinary medicine and my eyes have been open to so many things. Um, I'm learning every day, which I've always been somebody who wants to learn. I've never, that's why I put myself back in school. Um, and it's just been an amazing ride. Um, even with all the tears and the frustrating parts and the parts that are difficult because there are hard parts, just being able to know that I'm also helping some of these poor animals and making it so that they can live a healthy and happy life and take care of them. It's, it's just been really rewarding and I love it. Even working 55 hours a week. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) Animals are awesome. I loved your post on your Monday, your Monday post where all the popsicles, the little sticks all over the place. I was like, oh goodness, that's. I was I was walking them to the back to put them away, and the bottom just went out. And like, I was trying to get them over to a counter, and they just kept falling out as I was going. And my other technician was dying laughing while trying to talk to a client on the phone. And she was she just stopped and she's like, I'm sorry, the other technician is dropping tongue depressors everywhere, and I it it's like she's pooping them. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Oh my goodness. Well, I love how you're very, you're very honest online. You, uh, I love all the, keep, keep uh, posting the animal pictures. It makes people Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, we look forward to so many amazing things. Um, The animals, the wrestling, the takeover, hopefully a belt singles or tag team mm-hmm. eventually, you know, all that good stuff. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much for taking the time to come Thank on you the for show. having me. This is awesome. <laughs> all right. So she was absolutely amazing. Um, like there are so many more questions that we can, um, I know faster. We could continue talking all the time. I wanted to talk more about all the pets because in animals, <laughs> I had a I know, I know. We'll have to do that another time. <laughs> we'll have to do it another time. I didn't realize she was in um, the industry for so long. Yeah, she's been in the industry a long time and uh, she did like Shine and Shimmer and all that. Like she kind of was at that prime spot of wrestling where she got to see it evolve so much over the years, you know? Yeah, like since I've been like watching it in this like kind of journalist capacity, the last three or four years have just been like a fast forward of women, like women wrestling, just kind of seeing from like total divas to seeing when their match got mm-hmm. cut main eventing so it's it's crazy yeah it reminded me so i'm reading the bella twins um book what kimberly talked about earlier was how there was the push to like get enhancement like get like a boob job and stuff like that and so they talked about that in the book that like at the time they started it was very much like oh are you going to change your look to fit this mold and like this is what we're looking for so it's really interesting that the body image thing is still an issue. And um, I mean, even beyond wrestling, like I beyond. Mean, yeah. I mean, in every industry, vice president, they're talking about the way she dresses took it like, mm-hmm. you know, just away the politics of it, you know, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, if you watch her documentary, they were talking about that. Even in the news journalist capacity, um, when I got my agent, that was the first thing that they said, as far as changing look and, you know, streamlining and all this other stuff. So, you know, it's a, it's a thing that I don't think men really have to deal with as much. And even today, like it's still a a discussion, unfortunately, but a discussion that we can uh, go into is (laughs) I make up these questions and then I'm like, 
some of them are like harder than others. It's like, I was the one who made up the question. I understand. Yeah, but, I was like, TK, what are you doing to us? I know, right? <laughs> uh, the question is, who is your favorite wrestler currently? Like on a roster, it doesn't have to be any promote. It doesn't it could be any promotion, but they have to be active. So I'm trying to narrow it down a little bit for us to like think some good ones. I mean, so I can say like, I can try to do like promotions, right? Okay. And again, I don't know. It's so hard to narrow down. So, you know, and I know we're going to do some, we'll talk about, we're going to have more content coming soon where we kind of get into kind of rankings and things like that. So I don't want to say that anyone is my pure favorite right now. Right. But I think WWE, I'm going to say Bianca Belair right now is like my, my, my person I've been watching, you know, you know, as well, TK, we've both been watching her for a really long time. Mm -hmm. I'm super, super excited for her journey right now. But again, there's different brands right now. So like if we wanted to do NXT, I would say, oh my God, like uh, Raquel Gonzalez right now, the new champ, you got to go, go with her. For AEW, there's a mix there. I love Nyla Rose and Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. I really love as well. Like I love watching all of that kind of unfold. I don't know. See, it's hard. I can't narrow it down, TK. <laughs> I'm going to just throw stuff at you. What about you? I know. <laughs> I think for me, current, obviously for you guys who've watched me like, you know, cover wrestling, Naomi's always one of my favorite. And we've talked to her and she's incredible. Yeah, she is. You should check out that interview. That interview is really, really funny. But Naomi's always my favorite. And I've always, like you were saying before, been following Bianca for a very long time beyond wrestling. And I'm just, you know, amazed at her, at her grit. But if I could narrow it down to two. I would definitely say Bianca Belair, just because the, her journey is just amazing. I love mm-hmm. inspirational journeys and especially where it like, you know, you kind of go through these ups and downs. Um, I, I love that. And then um, the other person, and we have, we've had her on the show quite a few times, Thunder Rosa. Her journey is just amazing. And then how she created her own lane mm-hmm. and own promotion and is now like giving, she's always been about giving back in the, I believe it's like seven or eight years now that she's been in the game, because I think when we talked to her first, it was six. So it might be, it's like under 10 years, maybe. Yeah. Cause she, yeah. Cause her transition, her, her transition into wrestling is super, is, is newer. And right. so her, the fact that she is such a big rising star in the wrestling industry so quickly and is giving back in multiple ways with her own promotion, Mission Pro Wrestling. We've talked a lot about that. And is giving back to the community is a, a voice in the AW locker room, you know, I think is a testament to how passionate she is about the industry yeah. um, and yeah. making a difference. Yeah. So those are, I think those are my two. I love, I, I don't even want to say underdog stories. I just love life. Mm-hmm. And you know, as you get older, you realize that, you know, everything's not going to be, you know, roses, unicorns and, and, yeah, and roses glitter. And, and, you know, sometimes life gets difficult and, Sometimes people choose not to fight it. And sometimes people do. And I love to see the people who fight for whatever their dream is and make it. Yeah. And I, I love like, like Bianca's story, like you watched her Chronicle um, series. And what I loved about that is how honest she was about eating disorders and depression, because I feel like it's not talked about enough, especially when you're an athlete and um, like you come from, um, you know, a, an athletic background as well. And, you know, I came from the dance world and theater world, which has a whole other, has a level of pressure as well. And it's, it's so important to talk about because I feel like people struggle with it more than you think. And especially when you're in the public eye and you're an inspiration to so many people, 
so important to talk about that. So I love how honest she, and open she was about that. Yeah, it's it's a it's a real thing. Like in all, it actually in all of my uh, sports endeavors, track, football, CrossFit, I've had to deal with you know weight, mm-hmm. and not me saying I have to. It's more of all my coaches saying, okay, well, we have to look like this in order to achieve this goal. Yeah. So it's a very real thing. It's a very current thing. And even the person who you think is, you know, they look fine and, you know, they're achieving, even those people are getting that type Mm of, hopefully not anymore, hopefully. Um, But that conversation has been happening. But here we are at the end of the show. Yes. It's so amazing. I'm looking forward to a lot of amazing things that's going to be happening this summer. Be on the lookout. We have a series that we're going to be talking. We have a ranking. So make sure you go to our website, www.talk.com. I should really know this by now. (laughs) www.talkpod.com. Go to the ranking. We have a whole ranking ranking blog out there so that you can go talk about. Um, We also are going to be doing... um, uh, talking about it with a, a lot of other female co-hosts, guest co-hosts that we're going to have on the show. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, we also have a kind of rundown of all the women's wrestling matches from WrestleMania. So you can guys mm-hmm. go and talk, and chat about that, and we can have a conversation. Um, other than that, Miss um, Emily May, where can everybody find you? You can find me on all social platforms at Emily May Heller. And remember, we have pro wrestling pets every Monday with your favorite wrestling pet where they are the star of the show. They take it over uh, <laughs> and you just get to get to meet your uh, favorite fluffy friend. <laughs> there it is. Definitely go and check out pro wrestling pets. We have a bunch of content that we're going to be pumping out. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod. Um, also, every <laughs> Thursday we have, our, I don't know why. <laughs> Every Thursday, we have our Women's Wrestling Talk news, so definitely mm-hmm. check that out. Um, There's a lot of stuff that was going on last Thursday, so definitely go back and check that out. Comment in the post. We really appreciate it. Uh, you can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. And other than that, till next time, guys. Ciao. Bye.